Hello, everyone, and welcome to the SDGC review discussion for A Space for the Unbound. Um, special thank you to Toge Productions for providing us with the code. Um, my name is Brittany, and I'm joined today by CJ. How you doing, CJ? I'm good. Good, good. Super healthy. And you sound so good and healthy right now. I'm, I'm so glad. Uh, yeah, so I actually reached out to Finn um, for this code. To to have have him reach out and get the code because, um, I actually was putting together my fantasy critic and I'm not going to go into in, any details about that, but it's basically just like video game, uh, fantasy football, and I picked this game, um, because I saw it coming out soon and I thought it just looked joyous. Uh, for those who don't know, it is a, um, I would say a slice of life story driven game. Um, that deals with themes of anxiety and depression. Um, it's pixel art, so 90s pixel art, and it's also based in Indonesia. Um, I love 90s pixel art just because I grew up around that time, and I thought it was really cool to have, like, Indonesian, uh, representation, uh, especially with a, you know, small little indie company like that, so, um, it just looked really interesting. I I didn't even know that, um... The story was going to be dealing with themes of uh, depression and anxiety. I just thought it looked really, really cool and fun. So after I picked it on my fantasy critic, I was like, hey, Finn, can you reach out to them and see if they can get us a code? And they did. So if you're listening, thank you. Um, but yeah, um, I go. I guess I'll just go ahead and dive into the intro of the game. It was so... <clears throat> I, I started playing it, my, I have my first stream, my first stream I did is me playing the game for the first time, and within the first few minutes of the game, like, it hits you hard with the themes that it's, it's going for, like, it, it, you, it, it immediately tells you what type of game it is and what type of game it's gonna be, um, and I love that, right, like, I hate games that deal with these um, I wouldn't say hate, but it's just really frustrating when you're playing games and they have subtle hints of, you know, anxiety, depression, and, and dealing with all of that, and you're not really getting a clear story or view on it. It's more so just you're kind of figuring it out as you go along, whereas this game, you immediately start, um, and it there's just immediate themes. Uh, you play as a teenager. Um, his name is Atma. And it's it starts out with you and this little girl, and uh, basically, it uh, you're helping her write this little story, and it has to do with like this girl who's a star princess, and then she um, has this cat best friend, and then she gives you know the cat some powers, and it's they have this really unique relationship, and. You know, after she expresses the story, you're basically helping her write it. Um, and you have to go gather some things together for this little girl. And um, uh, so trigger warning for anybody listening. Like, this is this is a game that does deal with heavy topics. Um, and this little girl, you find out, is being basically emotionally abused because... Uh, she's going to school, and they have to pay for that, and the dad is really resentful of it. Um, so to help her write a story, 
you um, have to go back to her house and you have to sneak in because she does not, she's too afraid to go back home. And like, as you're grabbing stuff from her room, the dad starts pounding on the door and starts screaming at you. And it's, you know, this is all within the first, like, I would say 15 minutes of the game. And it's just really wild because I didn't have a great relationship with my dad. So that was already um, hard to do. Uh, And then, you know, just the fact that you're playing the protector. um, You're protecting this small child from experiencing this and being able to look at that scenario from a different perspective as like, not the person being yelled at, but the person protecting the person being yelled at. It's just a really unique and fun experience. Um, But yeah, so essentially some things happen. Uh, You find out that you can dive into people's minds. Um, So basically... Oh, so there's a a supernatural twist, sort of like... Yes. Like Life is Strange, basically. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I said this game... Before we even got on, I was like, there's something I want to compare it to, but I don't want to do it until we're on so I can get your reaction to it. But it's very Life is Strange-esque. So this little girl gives you the book. And like as you're running around trying to put your book together, you know, you have to dive into people's minds. And when you're in their mind, you basically have to sort out the problems that they're having. You know, like, you know, whether it be somebody's having difficulties going to sleep you know you go in and he's like i need this this and this to be able to fall asleep and so you basically in the dream kind of have to manipulate things around and make it so he does fall asleep and then of course it ha- it interacts and happens in real life so it's a very uh it, it's very much like life is strange that's what i kept thinking about it uh when i was playing through it um, and also later in the game, you get the ability to just completely go to a different, um, much like Life is Strange, a different time period, but you can't interact with anybody because, you know, you don't want to fuck up the timeline. Um, but that doesn't happen until I would say towards the end of the game. Um, uh, go ahead. Well, it, it's interesting. So you said it's a decisive look. I'm looking at the, uh, the scene page cause I hadn't heard um, about anything anything about this game um before our coverage of it but uh slice of life so there's this game i played a couple years back called the friends of uh ringo ishikawa i think that's how you pronounce it and basically it's this um 2d brawler slash rpg slash slice of life game where most of the game is revolved around you doing very menial tasks meaning you're just kind of like going to school brushing your teeth taking the subway smoking whatever um, I like games like that. Is there a lot of just like kind of, I don't want to say wasting time, but more of like just like doing daily things or just kind of like living in this world? Or or is it only focused on like this this the story or it's it's gameplay loop? Yeah. Like, so like, that actually, I was just about to get into the gameplay, so that's a good like transition <coughs> piece. So the game at the end of that scene at, at like basically of the tutorial is when you're learning about the story mm-hmm. and everything um there's like this bad storm and after you return from getting this item from her house um she had tried to cross the bridge uh the little girl did and um you as atma 
go in to save her and you end up drowning. Uh, but then you wake up and you're at school and, you know, it's just a big dream. And, you know, your girlfriend's like, oh, you're such a sleepyhead. And um, it, I'm sorry, I was thinking like, I was thinking of the progress of the game and how I want to explain it. Um, so you have this girlfriend and, you know, she's very smart and, you know, obviously like the popular girl of the school and is really good at everything. And the teacher wants you to come in so you can uh, basically create uh, it's basically essentially they want you to plan for your future and she doesn't want to do that so she's like let's do this to-do list instead so you write down this to-do list and um you essentially think that's going to be the whole game right like you have to Mm -hmm. you go see a movie um you have to um figure out how to sneak out of school um it's really interesting so to answer the question that you you said is is there a lot of mundane activities? Yes, there is, um, and that's actually one of my biggest gripes of the game. I, I love it, don't get me wrong, um, but it's one of those things where it's like you keep entering that dream sequence over and over again, and when you it's and I think it's intentional, right? I think when you wake up in that scene after some shit has just happened, where you're just waking up at school and you know. Each time things get a little more different and weird and you start to become more self-aware of what's happening. Um, But like each time I'm just like, I want to figure out what the fuck is going on. Like, I don't want to do these meaningful, these little tasks. Like, I don't want to go pet a cat. Like, you know, I want to keep pursuing. And it's like, you have to keep doing these tasks. And I think it's a good, um... I think it's. A- I think that's a uh, that's that's so fascinating though because um, that's life, you know. Exactly. Y- you're you're not always going to tackle um, the big things. A lot of like the I I I, I hate story based games or like a good chunk of them, but the best ones are the ones where they let you sort of like ruminate in the um in the world. My my favorite example is um like Persona Five. A, a good chunk of the stuff you do in that game outside of the dungeons and the story is like meaningless. Uh, like as far as progressing the game but like you know you, you earn stuff but again like there are moments where you just like i'm just gonna play darts with my friends for a bit or um the, the best example is red dead 2 a lot like a good chunk of the um the game is made up of tasks right um so i i i like that this game is like yeah it hits you i assume it hits you with a lot of heavy stuff but you're also kind of left to your devices to kind of like process them by doing what is it by, I guess, petting cats or watching a movie? Right. Well, and that's funny because there's a lot of references in this game. Um, mm-hmm. Like one of the tasks is to um, pet as many cats as you can. Um, okay, and that's cute. yeah, and you have to when you walk up on them, they're all like stray cats, so you name them. And there's like a bunch of references in there. Like there's JoJo references, uh, JoJo Bizarre Adventure references. When you go to the movie, there's clearly a Terminator reference, but instead of a Terminator, it's like a Raptor guy. Um, <laughs> and it's just like all these little like ninety because the game takes place in the early nineties, which is what hence the graphics. Um, so it's just like all of these little Easter eggs that just kind of it's just it's such a beautiful and and well done world um, that when you're doing those tasks, sometimes they don't feel like meaningless or just pointless or boring. Right. Like you, you, you have fun. Like 
I'm, I'm laughing when I'm looking at these posters or the conversations like <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't stop laughing at this one. So there's one um you walk up to a conversation and there's a wedding going on and somebody's like, "Hey, are you here for this wedding?" and you're like, "Oh no, that's not me." And then you go talk to the people next to her and one of the people said, "What a shame the poor groom's bride is a and then dot 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 <laughs> And I was like, that's a panic at the fucking di- disco reference. Um, terrible. terrible, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, that's funny, though. G- gameplay itself, then, how does it like consist? What are the mechanics? Okay, so when you're first playing, it is the, mm-hmm. the mind jump, right? So you have this book, um, and what happens is like a little star will appear above their head if you can mind jump them. Um, and like I said, okay. once you mind jump them, then you basically help solve that problem. So that's, that's one aspect of the gameplay. That's like, that's like the serious parts. Uh, okay. the other parts is there's also fighting in the game. Um, so really? yeah, basically you learn how to fight and deal with your bullies by playing a, a it's basically knockoff street fighter. Um, like this you go into this arcade and this this old man like punches off some kids and you know he's like I'm you know just going to stay here and keep playing my game and then you go up and you're asking him for help and oh excuse me you're asking him for help and um he then you basically mind jump into his mind and you help him beat like the boss of the game and the fighting in the game is essentially like you're looking at a map for, like, what are those in fighting games where you have those, like, those um, cheat sheets? Oh, uh, like, no, like a, like like a, a combo, yeah, like yeah, a combo sheet, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, with, like, oh, yeah. it has it on the screen, and you press the buttons in the directions it's supposed to go to. Well, that's essentially fighting in the game. And one of the tasks in your, um, you know, that list that you and your girlfriend put together is to get the highest score, and that shit's fucking hard. I spent. <laughs> days on that shit uh because you have to input the proper command and then that's your attack and then when they attack there's a bar right and there's red the whole bar is red except for this one little part of green and you have to land on the green uh and you know there's a little thing that bounces up and down and you have to land on the green to block and um the further you get into the game like the actual like Street Fighter knockoff game in the game, um, the fat the more they add on to those combos, the faster you have to do it, and the smaller that little green thing becomes. So you have to get fifteen hundred in order to win. I only got fourteen hundred. I was so mad. <laughs> you can only get hit a few times, and then you're just you're out. But yeah, that's how you learn to fight in the game. So you know you have the the diving, you have the fighting. Um, there's also just little like fetch quests that you do like you go build a cat a house or um you know in order to build the cat a house you have to get a bowl from this old man but to do you know to get this bowl from this old man you got to go help someone somewhere else and then they'll give you something to help the old man so you can get the bowl like there's a lot of stuff like that it's a lot of just like you running around and helping people um and yeah, that's like essentially all the game and the gameplay is, is, you know, just having these conversations with people. Um, and like as it's happening, there's just weird shit going on around you. Um, and you, si- you s- 
you start to realize that it's everything's not as it seems um you know because it starts off really normal at first um but then the more you the more you do in the game the more you realize that there is something going on with things and they kind of give you little hints like mm-hmm. basically what is it called so basically when people try basically people absorbing other people's personality and there's like little hints at that that they give you that uh this this world isn't doesn't seem real it seems like it's somebody else's version of the world um and then you also learn that your girlfriend has the ability to like stop time and rewind time and stuff um so but the more she does it the more chaotic the world gets like the people become glitchy uh and uh quote unquote broken whenever she interacts with them or does it um so you kind of have to use your book to go in and f- clean up all of her messes and mistakes um so at first it's just when you're playing the game it's just okay we're gonna fill out this list and we're gonna do all these fun things today instead of going you know and talking about our future and then the more you wake up the more it's you having to deal with the consequences of what your girlfriend is doing mm-hmm. um and there's a there's other little gameplay pieces but yeah that's pretty much the story um you know and like throughout the game you remember the little girl that you were helping in at the bridge and you know it's it's obviously all very very connected um but just getting to that part and really just the world building is is just phenomenal uh it's just really pretty um you can definitely tell it's an a, a game that takes place in Indonesia um the music slaps which i mean i shouldn't be surprised cuz a lot of indie music does fucking slap but the music's really good and um yeah it's just it deals with some really you know heavy heavy scenes and heavy topics and it does it in a way that doesn't feel super overwhelming or too much like it's very staggered, right? And like at first, I'm like, okay, like I'm really glad about this, but then my anxiety manifests in a way where when I start to get anxious, I want to <coughs> do whatever I can in my power to get rid of that anxiety, right? So that's, mm. I think that's why I don't like the constant waking up and doing, you know, daily tasks or whatever. Got it. You don't want to. Yeah. You don't want to push it. Right. Push I'm, it to I'm the trying back. to figure you out wanna... what the. You know, I'm. I was like, I want to figure out what the fuck is going on. Like, normally I'm a completionist. I want to do everything, um, which would would have been the fighting thing. But I was just like, I have such anxiety about what's going to happen next and what's happening. I was like, I'm just going to push through the game uh, because I'm, I, I want to figure out what's going on, you know? So they kind of keep you... Mm-hmm. They, they keep you guessing and there's, there's little slip-ins of the story that... Um, you know match up with what's going on in in your world or quote unquote your world and it's just for an indie game it's just very well like i'm very impressed by it it's very well written it's very well done um i think it it handles these themes nicely i um cj and i talked a little bit about it uh, beforehand and i don't want to spoil the game because i think it's 
important to experience a game that does healthily deal with mental health and um you know getting to that ending is is a journey in itself and i i don't want to ruin that for anybody um but yeah it's a very life is strange s game it's fun it's uh cute it's you know despite the heavy themes it's just in such a creative and neat little world that makes it enjoyable you know um you know and it's just regular people dealing with regular shit and their losses and you know their struggles and you're the one that constantly has to fix them and do everything and it's just it's it's very relatable um you know i think a lot of people can relate to that and i think you know after the pandemic i think it's a it's a good game game to have to kind of um put mental health as the um focal point of the game um because i think a lot more people struggle with it now um i you know obviously people have always struggled with mental health but i think it's an important game to play um and a, a topic to bring up um because of the pandemic and just because so so many more people have just been affected by what's happened over the last few years that I, I think it's important that we have these types of games to be able to um healthily and cathartically live out um our anxieties right like i'm i'm always a fan of games like animal crossing and disney dream at valley because i feel accomplished in tasks like i feel like i've done something whereas this game almost in the kind of same sense it you get to control or you get to learn to control your your mental health in the sense that you're you're playing the game you're playing the hero you're the one that's fixing everything um and you know and sometimes in life we don't feel that way with our mental health right like we don't feel right. like we're in control of the decisions we make and you know how people perceive us and how to best put how to best deal with our feelings going forward and you know and this game I, it does a really good job of just showing like the shit that people go through on a daily basis you know and i i think the fact that you're the protector you're the hero you're the protagonist of the game i think it really there's so many different meanings and messages i think the game has but um that one in particular, like for people who do everything to make sure everything's okay, I think it, that one's going to hit hard uh, for a lot of people because that's that's a big theme. It's just you fixing everything. And it's like not one person can do that. Not one person can fix and solve somebody's everybody's problems. And um, yeah, that's, you know, pretty much all I have. I think it's just a wonderful, um, necessary just delightful little game. Uh, did you have any questions? No, I think you kind of hit the point, but like, um, like you, we were talking about before, like this, this does seem like something I would, I would enjoy. Um, again, something a little, you know, more unconventional as far as like story driven stuff. Uh, I'll definitely check it out. I like period pieces. I like coming of age stories. I like, um, what I, I like, um, like story based games that are dealing that are, that do deal with like things like mental health or just some sort of like 
you know, so, something a lot more different. So I'm, I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, and one good thing about this game is it's not very long, um, which, again, I think is important when you're dealing with heavy topics because you don't want to spend, like, 20, 30 hours in a game where it's just, you know, you heavily dealing with these hard topics, you know? So it's just a very... Mm-hmm. um it's a very nice little refreshing sip, I think, between like the big games that you're playing, um, and it just it it's just a little reminder to you know take care of yourself and um, that you know we have to watch out for these things and we have to be more proactive about ourselves and the people in our lives and you know their mental health and just prioritizing that shit because it's. It's it's huge. It's 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 everywhere. Everybody's dealing with it. So that's why I really wanted to review the game. Um, because I'm always looking to I I'm always very interested by people who in games who um deal with these kind of heavy topics. Um, you know, cause again, like you said, it's not the normal, it's not normal storytelling, it's you know mm-hmm. very blatantly talking about these topics. So um yeah so i'm I'm super glad that I was able to have the opportunity to um uh review the game and again, thank you to Toge Productions for providing us with the code um as always, you can catch us every Thursday night at eight eastern on s d g c live on twitch nine 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 eastern don't show up at eight no one's there <laughs> or is it a no right no version? I'm sorry, yeah, you're right because it um it's it's eight, eight for me. Time, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, show up at eight. Show up at eight. Wait, I guess. You know, I maybe Jeff will be streaming Elden Ring. Who knows? Sure. <laughs> or don't show up. It's probably best that you don't anyway. Um, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so you could find us live every single Thursday uh, at 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, and basically, we just talk about video games, what's going on uh, news wise, and what we've been playing. And we're just chill. And we have a good time, and we have a wonderful community. So, um, thanks, thanks again for listening, and thank you again to CJ for joining me. And remember, kindness costs nothing. Farewell. <laughs>